What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 513 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, now here's today's question from Brian. Hey, Pat, how's it going? This is Brian. I have an affiliate deal with um, a pretty unknown supplement. It is gaining popularity, though, and uh, sales have been going good since I started uh, marketing it about six to eight months ago. I even created a separate YouTube channel to help um, awareness and drive traffic and sales. The YouTube channel, though, hasn't um, done as well as I'd hoped. It hasn't even brought too many um, clicks over to the site, but um, I have noticed that my videos... I've obviously embedded the videos on my own site. I have noticed that my site has made more sales just from that, even though YouTube isn't converting as well. I'm just wondering if I should stop YouTube at all and just focus all my efforts on higher conversions on the site, or if I should keep up the YouTube. Just um, wanted your advice on that. So yeah, if you could help me out with that, that'd be great. Thank you so much, Pat. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for the question today. Uh, I I wouldn't stop YouTube in terms of like shutting it down. I think that, you know, I just want to make sure we define what stop YouTube means uh, because you could obviously stop YouTube entirely and delete your account, which I don't think you should do. And I don't think that's what you intended to do. But what I think you mean is you want to stop uh, with uploading new videos onto YouTube. And, and that's totally okay because if the videos seem to be working out on your website right now, then you can keep those websites there. You keep your account, of course, and those videos will continue to roll. People are gonna be watching them on your website. And then you can always come back to them. That's what I did over time. I actually walked away from YouTube for a little too long because then my subscriber count, which was quite big at the time, it was 30,000 when I left. Um, I left it for two years, then when I came back to it, a lot of those subscribers left because I just was not consistent. So, you know, depending on how many subscribers you have, you may need to continue to add videos if you want to keep them updated and keep it uh, keep con- the consistency going. Uh, it doesn't have to be quite as often as you were doing it if you feel like you're not getting conversions because obviously you want to put time where the money is uh, and, and you want to you want to make sure that you are getting an ROI, you know, getting a return on wherever it is that you're investing time and of course time is money. Now on YouTube specifically, I want to make sure that you are doing your best to convert from YouTube because you might not know if if people are maybe watching on YouTube and then they're coming over to your website and that's where it's converting and why you feel like YouTube isn't converting. Now, I don't know if you're running ads or what what the CTAs or call to actions are like at the end of the videos, for example, is there somewhere where they can get more information or where you can uh, have people subscribe to get uh, you know, a lead magnet of some kind so you get their email address? I, I'm not sure. But my inclination is to consider just pausing the addition of new videos on YouTube for now and focusing on where I think a lot of people need to focus on, and that is not just getting more exposure and getting more traffic, but figuring out what happens when that traffic comes to your site. This is the one of the most important things because you could have like a billion people coming to your website, but if the website does a terrible job of serving information, of providing value, but most importantly, converting people into your sales funnel, well then that billion 
people would just be all for nothing. You wanna make sure that the funnels, the way that people land on your website and where they go and how they end up getting whatever it is that you're trying to offer, you wanna make sure that process is down pat. So what I would do is instead of uh, you know, increasing the percentage of, of traffic coming to your site, incre- increase your conversion rates. I mean, if your conversion rate is, is 1%, for example, uh, and hopefully you know what that conversion rate is when people land on your site versus how many people end up buying or clicking on that that partnership that you have I mean, doubling your conversion rates are often much easier than doubling the amount of traffic. If you're at 1%, all you have to do is go to 2%. And that might mean, I mean, there, there you have to, here's what you do. Sorry, Brian, I'm sort of just uh, spitballing here, I guess you could say. But th- this is what I would do. I would literally draw out on a piece of paper or on a whiteboard the moment that people land on your website, where they go, what are their options, you know, almost draw a flow chart, if you will, on what it is they can click on and then how long it takes for them to get to whatever it is that offer is. And then in each of those spots from one place to another, wherever you draw that arrow from one box to another, that next action that they could take, you want to write down those conversion rates and you're going to find out really quickly where the drop-off points are, where the conversions are the highest, where the conversions are the lowest, and you can determine. I mean, sometimes just that one conversion maybe it's a conversion from you know traffic to email list if you double that boom everything else is everything else is going to to increase too then you can also increase your conversion rates exponentially by increasing the conversions all over the place so not just at one place but when you do write these flow charts out and you do write out, write down these conversions and i this is something that we should all be doing and you should all know what these numbers are. And if you don't, then then something's wrong. And you know we're at the start of the year here. This is it's okay if you haven't done this yet, but you need to do this at some point soon, so that you know exactly what's on, what's going on. That's one of the biggest sins that people have when they are building their businesses. Is they just don't know what's going on. Um, that they just aren't sure. And when you aren't sure, when things go wrong, you don't know how to fix them. And that's that's the problem. So. Increase your conversion rates by knowing what the conversion rates are, not just conversion rates into your product, although that's obviously a very important part of it, but conversions from page to page, from from uh, page to email address uh, or subscription, all those sorts of things matter. And then you can start to um, you know, increase the conversions all over the place, but you start with one. Start with the low-hanging fruit, the one that's going to be the easiest for you to test and the easiest for you to increase, and that's where I would start. So, Brian, hopefully that answers your question and gives you an idea on, on what to do, but also how to approach it and what you know you could do to figure out what your top priorities are and where you should start. Because it really, you know, a lot of this online stuff, there's, I mean, we all have a million things we could do, right? I mean, I have t- t- tens of millions of things that I could potentially work on, but I know that next domino that I have to push over that's going to make that domino effect like they talk about in The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, required reading for all entrepreneurs. Prioritization. Understanding what that first step is is really important. There's a billion things to do. There's a million dominoes you could line up, but what's that first one that's gonna be the easiest for you to tap over, but also going to have the biggest effect and create all those jewels of energy for you moving forward? So hopefully that makes sense. If not, read the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. It's amazing. Askpat.com slash the one thing, no spaces. Go ahead and go there. So, Brian, thank you so much for the question. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, for, all, for all of you who are listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Just hit the record button. Then start talking. Ask your question. It's my job to sound good. doesn't matter what kind of mic you have. As long as I can hear you, that's all that matters. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day by John Wooden. He said, things work out the best for those who make the best of how things work out. Those tongue twister ones are always a little confusing when you first hear it, which is why I'm going to say it one more time. Things work out the best for those who make the best of how things work out. In other words, stuff happens all the time, but the ones who succeed are the ones who react and pivot and adjust and adapt. So take with take what you have and work with that and uh, make the best of that and you will have a lot of great things happen to you. Cheers, take care, and I look forward to serving you in tomorrow's episode of As Pat. Thanks so much. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.